This is Autumn Miles and the Autumn Miles Show. How are you doing this beautiful day in July? It's hot. I'm sweating from every orifice. You probably are too. Um, but That's we too are too much information. I'm sorry. <laughs> too much information. My guest is already coming on. Um, we have such a fun guest today. I um, am, am so excited to get into our show and everything that he is about. I am so glad that you are listening today. Um, sometimes we need just a little comedy in our lives. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm the girl with the emoji that is always sending the one with the two tears coming out of the each side of the eyes. You guys know what I'm talking about out there in the Metroplex. I know you do. I know you probably already sent it today. Um, but I'm so excited to talk about uh, comedy. I want you guys um, to, f- to to join us on our social media. We have so many things happening uh, with Autumn Miles, but also with uh, the Blush Network. We have these society groups that we are launching. We, we've already launched them. We are doing a big push for them in the fall. We're doing a push for new uh, leaders, new leadership. And these society groups, I know y'all have heard me talking about this. Uh, we have them all over the country. We meet once a month, small groups. And uh, I speak, we do worship, we pray. It's an amazing uh, movement of women all over the country. We want you to be a part of it. We uh, we have these here in Dallas. We actually just started our group here uh, not that uh, a few months ago. And it is going amazing. So I want you to join us. Um, this next month in August, I will announce the date as soon as it is, um, as soon as we decide what it is. But these groups, we're looking for leaders of these groups. Um, if you are a, a, a woman who wants to be in ministry, but you just don't have a ministry to be a part of, uh, you have leadership skills, we want to hear from you. Lori at autumnmiles.com. She's our director of the society groups. And we, 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 um, we're just blown away by what God is doing, the authenticity, um, the beautiful anointing over these groups. We're meeting with the Lord. Marriages are getting healed. Babies are coming out of those healed marriages. People are finding truth. It's amazing. Lori at autumnmiles.com if you'd like to lead a group and launch in the fall. <sighs> Got to take a deep breath. Uh, I wow. think we're going to have some really big fun today. Brad Newton is yes, our ma'am. guest today. He is from Fish Sticks comedy which is an he's an improv uh, comedian and right in by notes brad it says you're a clean comedy act welcome to the show well thank you and uh i took a shower this morning so i'm an extra clean comedy act (laughs) i love that it's very descriptive hey my my team they know what's up they they're like i know what she's looking for clean comedy act comedy (laughs) is so important it's so important. I, I, we, I do conferences with the, the ministry that, uh, that I run over here. And um, we always have, we actually have a couple of in, improv groups come in. But it is so, it is such a gift. Laughter is such a gift um, that I, I feel like in, in our world where we had some tragic events happen in, in Dallas and uh, in Louisiana and, and um, it just some tragic things happened a few weeks ago. Um, but, you know, it's, it's amazing that God has given us this gift of laughter um, that we sort of can, you know, take a breath from the horrible things that we have seen and witnessed in the world and, um, and sort of get some refreshment from the gift of laughter. Don't you think, Brad? Um, yes. Go ahead. 
know, I've, I've done improv here for what thirty five years now, um, and uh, I am thirty five, Brad. You've done it since I was born. Um, thank you for making me feel real old. <laughs> uh, not just kind of old, but real old. Um, That's okay. You did it when I, I was born. I started doing uh, improv in, in schools. I used to teach and used uh, improv in, uh, I worked with severely gifted kids. And I used 150 plus. So uh, just say I know how it feels to be the dumbest person in a room. And uh, with that, I found out the educational benefits of improv. And we've been uh, with our group Kid Prob, been working with teachers and kids since '91. And uh, then in 2001, a couple of us formed Himprob, which has then since morphed into Fistics as we joined a group from Milwaukee to kind of put a national presence to this thing called Clean Improv Comedy. So, do you do this alone? Is, do you have uh, someone that comes on and, and does improv with you? But we have a team. Okay. Um, actually, up in, in Milwaukee, the Milwaukee group has seven or eight, I believe. And we've got about, uh, at this point, 12 people in the troop. And we rotate them in. So we usually put four or five people on stage. And then we have a couple of musicians who are absolutely incredible. Magicians? They can... I'm sorry? Did you say magicians? No, I said musicians. Oh, musicians. But they are magical <laughs> with their, their keyboards and guitars, that's for sure. Okay. Yeah, they're they are. It's amazing how they can follow us and we can follow them. Uh, they're they're amazing. Um, but uh, tough to do improv by yourself. I guess <laughs> right. Robin Williams and and Jonathan Winters can do it, but we we're not that good. We need uh, other people to bounce off of and an audience, please. Right. That'd be pretty awkward if you're standing up there by yourself. Yeah, I think that you know you'd have a psychiatrist come in and worry about you. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you okay, so you you realized that improv was good was was very beneficial and and could be an educational tool for children. Mm-hmm. Talk to All me right. about that a little bit. How wh- what kind of educational tool and what are the benefits of improv? Well, you know the benefits of improv are really simple because you have to listen to the other person. The key construct to improv is the term yes and. So anything that you say on stage, I have to accept. That's the yes. But then I have a responsibility to respond to that. And, of course, you play by the same rule. So the yes and then becomes the construct to build something that happens on stage. You do not know what the end result's going to be. You have to stay in the present moment. And if I can extend that to our relationship with the Lord, we only know where we are with the Lord in now. He, he's across time. He's outside of time. But the only way we can relate to them is in the now. And improv forces you to stay in the now and be totally aware of what's going on around you. And with the lives that we have, uh, we're always focusing on the future and our to-do lists and all that kind of stuff. And improv stops, like you said, laughter is a way of getting away from certain things. Well, improv is too, because you're totally in the now. Educationally speaking, it is uh, about opening up creative uh, avenues of the brain. It's about hemisphericity, about the two hemispheres of the brain, blah, blah, blah. I can go into all that. Uh, but we teach teachers how to use improv in, the, in their classroom uh, with actual um, activities rather than just theory. And that's what, another thing that I love about improv. It's, act, it's active. And I, I, uh, improv is, is um, I mean, you clearly, you use it as a ministry thing. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, 
which is awesome because comedy today is disgusting. Um, you know, you can't even turn on any any sort of comedy anything without the f bomb every other word or you know talking mm-hmm. about something disgusting um so when did it sort of come into your mind i know you did kid prov which that is that's amazing but when did it come into your mind listen i can use this as an opportunity to promote the gospel well a couple of us in in kid prov uh talked about how this can expand and when we formed him prov in 2001 uh I, uh, I attend Ventry Bible Fellowship in Carrollton, and they were gracious enough and trusted me enough to um, give us space to perform uh, a free monthly show. So we've been doing that um, pretty much every month. I think we missed one month uh, a couple of Decembers ago when we had a horrible ice storm. But other than that, we've performed monthly shows since 2001. And what we saw... Uh, and I can get deep into this, is the grace message abounds in, in what happens with improv. It's the yes and. Whatever your idea is, I accept it totally, uh, just as we are accepted. Mm-hmm. And then I respond. I have a responsibility. Just like when God says, do this, we don't go, well, tell me a little bit more about that. It's like we respond with yes, and that's kind of the vertical aspect to it. And then the and is the horizontal. Okay, this is we're the hands and feet of the Lord, so we're moving in that direction. So the undercurrent of what improv is, and we're practicing uh, being Christians, if you will, without even saying Christ. Hmm. We're practicing that. And when you layer Christ into it to say, look at, look at the analogy here, it's really powerful. And I've taught classes um, at Ventry um, for adults, and uh, they um, have grown incredibly. I've seen people just come out of their shell of being more... Um, creative, because improv is not about being funny. It's about being honest. If Mm. you try to be funny, then it it falls apart. If you try, the audience sees that you're trying, and they kind of turn you off, Mm. and they just go, "Mm -mm." mm-mm. But when you see honesty, even if it's failure, Mm. I was just thinking about it the other day, big failure is big funny. Mm. When you just (laughs) give yourself 100%, but you fall flat on your face, and just say, ta-da, people love that. Yeah. Uh, because the audience is so essential, not just to, to watch, but they give suggestions, and they are right in it with you because they don't know what's going to happen, and neither do we. Hmm. This is so interesting to me. I love that this, I mean, improv, I know it's this is like, it wasn't just created, um, but I, it's a great alternative to the comedy that we, that we see out there. I mean, you here are talking about comedy, which, you know, comedy, you can find comedy in anything, um, which is what you do as, as someone who is an improv comedian. Um, but it's interesting how you're putting such a beautiful, beautiful perspective on comedy rather than, you know, when I, my husband and I went to, uh, we were on a cruise ship and we were on a cruise for our anniversary, and um, there was a comedy show, and it was happening at 9 o'clock. And I was like, oh, comedy, let's laugh. This mm-hmm. would be so great. And we walked into the show, and we sat down, and I was there for about uh, two minutes, and we stood up, yeah. and we left because I was like, this is disgusting it's not funny it's not entertaining to me it's not it's not funny at all and i love that mm-hmm. we can sort of highlight you as fish sticks uh, comedy group and um and sort of bring back the clean funny again i i, I really i really love that are, are, are you guys you guys are booking shows right oh oh uh, yes we're we're do, we're wide open to 
whatever. We we have done just about you name the kind of group we've worked with. You know, the women's conferences, men's conferences, volunteer appreciation dinners. Um, we did a show a couple of three years ago with um, uh, mentally handicapped adults, and it was the most amazing show. They were the most gracious audience we have ever had. We had so much fun. Um, but I'm going to re- relate back to what you said about um, clean comedy. You know, when I grew up, because we already know I'm old, so I grew up in the 50s and early 60s, and that's when there were comedians like Lenny Bruce, and there were some that were filthy, and they were countercultural, and they were like on the edge, and they got arrested for using the F-bomb and they all that. But nowadays, that's normal, hmm. as you said. Yeah. So guess what? Clean comedy is countercultural. Yeah, it is. <laughs> It's weird how everything circles around. So countercultural usually re- leads to revolution. So we're on the leading edge of that. That's right. Okay. Uh, so we're talking to Brad Newton here with um, Fish Sticks Comedy, which I love the name, by the way. Thank you. Uh, you can contact Brad Brad at fishstickscomedy.com. The website is fishstickscomedy.com, which fish, fish sticks as a food group, pretty gross. <laughs> Where did you come yeah. up with that name? Uh, you know what? Um, the, the guys up in Milwaukee, um, they were the ones that created it, and uh, so we just we love it too. Uh, absolutely, it's just because it's just it's just goofy. Yeah, and, uh, it is goofy, and, and it does have this Christian connotation. Yeah, the fish. I get it. The fish, the fish symbol. That's really that's very spiritual. It's awesome. Um, okay, so tell me, how have you directly seen God use improv um, as as a tool for for His glory? I know you, I know you do several things. You mentioned um, doing a show for mm-hmm. handicapped adults. Um, t- t- talk to me a little bit about when you guys take the stage. Um, sometimes this is a great way to evangelize in the world um, because some you know people might come to your show that would never walk into a church. Um, so it's a, it's a beautiful way to evangelize and sort of, you know, spread the gospel without really even saying anything. But talk to me um, when you went to the summer camp and how, what, what was an interesting way that you that you saw God move through um, your craft? Okay, um, well, I think the summer camp you're referring to is when I went to uh, Russia just recently for a Fine Arts Day camp um, that we, um, Venture Bible Fellowship, helped sponsor that. We have a couple of missionaries over there that are helping churches understand the use of of uh, the visual arts, the uh, music and stuff in, in worship, and uh, to uh, teach improv to these kids who don't speak much English, if any at all. And I speak very little Russian. Uh, I learned a great word, sluni, and that's called that's drool. I thought that was a great word, sluni. <laughs> nice. Um, that, yeah, really useful, uh-huh. <laughs> unless you're around a lot of babies. I don't remember but, ever saying the word drool recently. Okay, well... <laughs> I'm, now you can say sluny and nobody will know what you're saying. No, but you can know. laugh because it sounds like like what it looks like is sluny. Okay, um, <laughs> but but to watch these kids um, without really uh, expressing the gospel, it's again it's an experiential thing. Uh, my job was to open them up to because uh, they were going to be acting at the end of the week on stage, is to help them bond with each other, listen to each other, uh, be more creative, be more expressive, and all those kind of things. Uh, so I was just part of that, and I think that's an important part. Hmm. As far as our shows at uh, Ventry goes, I know I've got some feedback that, uh, like you said, this is this is really a benign thing. You can bring a, a, a friend that's never been to church and never wants to walk into a church saying, hey, let's go 
see some comedy. And uh, one letter in particular that uh, this this guy came uh, and was going to make fun of these Christian comedians, like, ha-ha. Well, he enjoyed himself, and he saw, you know, the benefit. But over time, that was just, we were just a, kind of just a piece in the in the bigger puzzle because eventually he gave his life to Christ. Hmm. Uh, I'm not I'm not putting the blame on us at all, <laughs> Blaine, um, <laughs> but we were a piece of it. Yeah. But more than that, that I know specifically from two people meeting in our show, we've had two marriages come from our shows. And they met uh, at your even, show. It's amazing because we performed at one of the receptions. <laughs> oh wow, that's awesome! <laughs> yeah, it's like we can't do that. And they said, "Well, that's where we met because you know you brought a friend, I brought a friend. They sat next to each other just by pure um, I don't use the word luck, just by happenstance. I wonder who was in charge of that one. And uh, yeah, and they went out for coffee or whatever, and and uh, eventually married. So uh, it's amazing how. Something is just not, it's comedy. It's just an improv comedy show, mm-hmm. but look how God can use it. That's pretty amazing. Um, I, I talked about in the beginning of the show how laughter is a gift. And I think, um, let's just get a little bit serious here for a second. I, I feel like laughter is really lacking um, today. You know, my team, you know, people people come in, we're, we're very, I'm very gangster is what I put it, about what we do. <laughs> uh, because we have a mission to accomplish for the Lord. Um, and I, I'm, I'm very, very serious about what we do. Uh, but our staff, we laugh together on a regular basis. It's never dirty jokes. It's never, we, we don't drop any cuss words or whatever, but we're constantly um, laughing and having a good time. You know, I think that that is, that is so important in what we do. Uh, but just sort of in our society, in our culture, where we're at right now, um, you know, I, I think people have sort of lost uh, laughter a little bit, or they laugh at at the wrong things, um, especially with all a, a bunch of politically correctness and all of those things. Well, well, I I just feel like there is some people that are listening to us today that are just severely depressed, and mm-hmm. um, they they don't know um, they don't know how to sort of find the funny in their lives to sort of lighten lighten up. Sometimes you need to look at someone and just say lighten up, okay? Like like <laughs> let's just shake off some of this whatever. What would you say to that person uh, that's listening that just in their circumstances are kind of killing them and they, they need an intellectual break from their life? I'd say lighten up. No. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, and you said you're going to be serious, and that's really a difficult thing, uh, especially when I'm thinking about improv. But there is a serious nature to it. You know, those. I think it's just it's reaching out. It's making connections. Uh, and, again, that's what improv is all about. It's about making connections. And so if you can just relate to other people, whether it's uh, sharing the load of something that's, you know, burdening you, um, I mean, that's what we're supposed to do. Is this is a community. It's church. It's, that's how we're supposed to respond. We're built for relationships. Um, the Trinity is, I mean, that's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. They're the bond there. Um, and that's what we're asked to do. And I think a lot of people are alone right now. And, you know, I'm looking at a computer screen right now. It's blank but I know what's behind it, and that's mm. Facebook and emails and all these things that are supposed to connect us, but they're, they distance us from each other um, because there's no empathy. There's no context mm-hmm. to what's being said. So I would say get away from technology, and that's one thing I love about improv. 
Mm. It is, we have microphones. That's it. Mm. It's about people. It's about relationships. And I think that's refreshing. So I think getting connected, I think that more than anything, I know that makes me, and I'm an extrovert, so mm-hmm. I know that's kind of tough for introverts to do that, but it can be one or two people. It doesn't have to be, you know, 200 looking at you, laughing at you. Yeah. But also, you know, I'm I'm right there with you. Like we just talked about earlier, the society groups that we have at the Blush Network, you know, it's so important <laughs> for, um, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're going to start that over because we just had a, a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> what was happening here? Uh, I'm going to start that thought over. Dan, you're going to take all that out. Okay. Oh, no, no, that's no, that's big fail. That's big fun. That's big know? fail. Okay, maybe we should leave that improvised. in. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm I'm going to improv it with you. I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to do it. Um, oh, no. You're doing it well. I'm, oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I love the idea of, of course, connections. You know, the society groups that we have here um, at the Blush Network. It brings people together. We're able to sit around. And once you get to know each other and you get comfortable with one another, um, you can learn to laugh at each other in a respectful way and, you know, poke at each other a little bit and um, and sort of bring joy. I mean, you know, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And, um, you know, y'all are y'all are definitely doing that with uh, fish sticks. So I heard that you guys are transitioning a little bit um, and, and rebranding and sort of looking to the future. Tell me what y'all are doing next yeah well uh just to uh, just take one little step back um you know himprov you know starting in 2001 um they had the very first up in milwaukee and fish sticks put it on was the first ever uh, christian improv comedy conference and sean and i two of us from the from himprov said let's go so we went up there and there's eight people in fish sticks and there was two people from himprov and that was everybody that was at the conference there was 10 people at the conference wow and God had a plan because he, we needed to bond with him, and we did. They were, they were like-minded, like-hearted people, and we just said, something's going on here. So over the time, the, the uh, leader of their group, his name is Wit. I think that's, like, funny. Um, he, <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. It's funny. He, uh, he and I, yeah. And he and I uh, discussed it. It's like, you know what? There's something going on here. So um, with the name Fistics, not to denigrate our name, Himprov, because I think it's a, a wonderful name. Actually, another step back, it was created by one of my ex-students that I taught way back when. I had a couple of my ex-students who then were adults uh, be the uh, initial partners in Himprov way back when. But um, looking at Himprov, it's very niche of the niche of the niche because the cross in the name and the whole bit. And I think we were kind of shooting ourselves in the foot by being such a niche that uh, we could not get outside just the church, and that's what we wanted to do, is that we can take this this knowledge and, and our and our ability to make these connections outside of just the the church area. So that's when so we we decided that we'll become Fishsticks Texas, and um, we are in the process of in this rebranding of Improv to grow um, a national uh, front, a national exposure. Since we got a you know we're top of the of the United States and the bottom of the United States, mm-hmm. uh, we can move from there. So it's exciting because we're in that process of, like you said, of rebranding, and we've had some good help uh, from a PR firm here in Dallas, and uh, we're we're uh, 
you know, praying for the best to happen, and we're adventurously expectant of what God has in store for us. I love it. I know that he's got awesome things in store for you. Um, thank you. Brad, thank you so much for being on the show. The group, Oh, my pleasure. The group is called Fish Sticks uh, Comedy. Fish, Brad at fishstickscomedy.com. You can reach him there. Um, fishstickscomedy.com. I want to encourage you uh, that are listening today to book these guys for, and, and I'm. is there any women involved, Brad? Oh, yeah, we have... Um... Let's see. I'm trying to think. We got one woman involved right now with a couple more from my class that are kind of coming up the ranks. Awesome. Um, as they graduate and move in, and I know that up in uh, Milwaukee they have three females in their troops. So awesome. This is not just a male-dominated kind of uh, uh, event here. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, well, I I want <laughs> I want you uh, listener out there to book these guys to come to your event. You know, I I I really, like I've said 15 times, I believe laughter is such a gift. And especially if we can celebrate that gift in a really clean God honoring way. Um, uh, I, I, I love it. We do it at all of our conferences. We always have something that's funny because people need that. People need to take a break from sometimes the, the narrative that's in their own brain and just kind of, you know, breathe a little bit. Thank you so much, Brad, for being on the show. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Um, and if I can add one more thing, we do that. We're still doing the free show at our church in Carrollton. And if you go to our Facebook page, uh, Fish Sticks Texas, then we'll have a calendar on there. And, uh, you know, come and check us out and see what you think. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to the Autumn Mile Show.